This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello. And welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermover, and today in episode 222, we're going to be talking about more online geography games. Now, in case you're wondering why I'm saying more games, it's because way back in episode 16, so it's now a couple of years ago, I did the first episode on free online geography games. All of today's games will also be free or have a free version. Um, And I will not be repeating any of those. I think all of those are still available today. And so if you're looking for loads of different geography games that you can play online, go and listen to that episode too. I will have the link to it in the show notes. You can find the show notes with homeschooling on homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. I also did an episode 129. I did an episode on digital resources for learning geography. So those aren't just games, but I do include two more games there. So that's another good one to listen to if you're wanting to find some more fun ways to do geography. I will say up front, I love geography. I not only love to travel, but I also love to teach it. I do teach geography in our homeschool co-op, both to middle school and to high school. And if you are interested in taking any of the geography classes I teach, I teach with show sponsor Funder Funder Academy. I have both unit studies uh, for fourth through eighth grade. So those are just like four four weeks or however long you choose to take it they've self-paced um on different continents i've got one on south america north america and i'm working on the rest and then for high school i do teach a high school world geography class and i do incorporate these sorts of games in them um Perhaps not these exact ones, but I enjoy using online games and simulations in all the classes that I teach. And I definitely use a lot of interaction and um, fun ways to explore the world in those classes. So that's the kind of this kind of thing that appeals to your children. You can check out my classes. And and by the way, my high school class can be taken from by seventh and eighth graders, too, if they're ready for a reasonable amount of work. Okay, so let's dive into it. First of all, I'm going to mention two that I have mentioned before, um, but it wasn't on either of those two podcast episodes. It was actually an episode on daily online puzzle games. So I was talking about um, Wordle and a whole lot of other ones. If you haven't listened to that, do go and listen. Um, it will also be linked in the show notes. But on that, I did mention Wordle. So it's not, not the word game, but W-O-R-L-D-E. So it's world and then le at the end okay it's hard to even say it and there's also an app called earthel that is very similar basically you're guessing the country from its shape every day they give you a new one and you come and you guess which the country is and it gives you i can't remember how many guesses my, my husband likes to play this one and you know you it's, it's you know similar idea and it will tell you how close you are instead of giving you the letters that you get correct, you will be told this how far you are from the destination and you have to see if you can try and guess what the country is. So you could go and you know learn more about that in that particular episode. But I want to tell you about another one that is also daily 
And this one, I think um, Dr. Kristen Moon, Funder uh, Funder's chemistry teacher, actually told me about this one. And it's called Global. I'd forgotten about it, and I just went and played it again. And it also has a daily new one. There are two different links online. So there's one called global-game.com. And there's another one that's global, G-L-O-B-L-E. That's how they spell it, global, both times, global.org. And they are very similar. So I don't know which was the original. Obviously, one is a knockoff, but you can go and try both of them and see which one you like. But this is how it works. Basically, you just guess. So it's much more like the Wordle idea. There's nothing to start you off. You just pick a country. And it then turns that country into a color. And the hotter the color, the closer you are to the correct one. So um, I think I took eight guesses to get the first one. I think I started with France and France was a fairly deep red. And so uh, I kind of jumped down to North Africa and picked some of those countries. And I think eventually the answer to that one was Burkina Faso. So you, you can see as you're getting closer and closer, obviously, if you don't know what those countries are, this is the time to get out an atlas or to open up your phone on Google um, and start to look and see which countries are about. And this will be a fun way to learn geography with your children. If you do this like on a daily basis, maybe you do it over lunch or, or breakfast and together try and see how many you can get this in. It keeps track of your guesses. Um, one of them, I think it's the... I couldn't remember which one it is now. I can't remember which one I looked at first, but one of them also gives you the option of capital cities. So um, there are two different options in that game, but they're very similar and they'll take you a few minutes each day. The next one I'm going to tell you about is good for younger children. It's called mappuzzle.xyz. And here you can pick a, a continent and then it will give you, and in fact, you can also just, you can drill down even into like provinces. So if you, for instance, say you're studying Canada or you live in Canada and you want your kids to learn about the provinces, you can pick um, Canadian provinces and then it will give you those. And what it does is it will list them all. And next to it is a picture of the country or the province or the state or whatever it is. And you click on it and then you drag it onto the map and find the correct place. So it's it's much easier. It's not going to be very challenging for older students, but it'll be a good one for younger ones. I did struggle a little bit until I got the hang of it. I, I will just mention this is that I kept um, somehow dragging the entire left hand panel. But eventually I learned just click. It doesn't have to be on the shape. You just like click on that line um, and then it lets you take the shape and move it to the correct place. Okay, the next one is geoquiz.live. This one is super challenging. And I, I played it for about eight minutes and then realized I actually had work to do. And so I had to stop. But I, I think I'm maybe playing this every so often when I'm looking for a bit of a challenge, especially as a geography teacher. My geography could be improved. I don't have a great spatial knowledge. I, well, I know a lot about different countries and I travel a lot. Trying to always put them in the right place isn't, um, isn't that easy for me. So you get 15 minutes. You can choose either single or multiplayer. I'm not sure how the multiplayer will work. I didn't have anyone to play with, so I was just picking single. You can play with an account or not. So obviously, with the account would save, I guess, how you're doing. And there are different modes that you can choose, including capital cities. I just chose the country mode. There is a difficulty level. Um, 
And I think I chose the easiest. Some of the you know difficulty goes to like, there are no shapes for the countries. No, I left the shapes on. There's also the timer, which I did use. So I could see how much I'd, I'd done. And then there, you can allow for typos, allow for informal names and allow for abbreviations. I allowed for all of those because I mean, who can spell Kyrgyzstan? Not me. So, but if you get kind of close, then it shows you what it thinks you're looking for on the right, and you can click on that and it adds it. So, what happens is you have 15 minutes to get all the countries in the world, which is just over 190. So, it's a lot to type. This is definitely something you probably want to get your kids around and see how many you can get. Or you might just say, okay, let's see, can we get all the South American countries? I did. I, I managed to do that. I got all the South American countries. And as you get it correct, it like colors it in. And so you can like see what has been left out and think, oh, what's that country? You know, what have I left? I um, Sporkle has one that I talk about that's kind of similar. I talk about that in um, that first episode I did on it. But this one allows you to spin your globe around, whereas the Sporkle one is just like a flat Atlas star map. So I kind of like this one. And it's it's just super challenging. And, you know, if you're particularly if you're covering a certain continent, you could just challenge yourselves to try and get all those correct and see how quickly you can do it. Then the next one I'm going to tell you about is, again, for younger kids. Um, so this would be elementary age, possibly even into uh, middle school. And I must say, I again got sucked in and played for longer than I should have this morning when I was just trying it out again and looking for the link. This is Common San Diego that you play on Google Earth. Now, you, when my children were younger, my husband was actually on a business trip, we were living in South Africa, and he discovered the Common San Diego CD-ROM games and brought them back. And they were a huge hit in our house. And uh, you probably remember them too. Well, now a very similar, though it's, it's simpler, version is now available free of charge on Google Earth. So you can either go to Google Earth and um, you click on Voyager and then on games to get into it or go to the show notes and just look for the link that I will supply you there. There are five games under this. Two of them are just quiz games that have nothing to do with Commons in Diego, but three of them are different sort of storylines, you know, typical common San Diego where you're trying to catch the bad guys and you are chasing around the world. I played for a little bit today the one that starts in Moscow. And what happens is you first click on the little lens and um, that allows you to talk to people. And there are three different locations. And as you select the location, so I selected Kremlin, it actually zooms you in to um, being standing just outside the Kremlin. So it uses Google Earth to take you to the Kremlin. And so you're just like seeing the visual in the background, and then it tells you whatever the person, you don't really see a person standing there as you used to in the old um, common San Diego, but it tells you that you meet somebody and it tells you the clue they give. So you go through three different locations, and by the end of that, you'll have clues. So my clues were something about um, uh, the currency is the dollar. Now, there are a lot of countries that have a currency. It's the dollar. It's not just the US. That wasn't very helpful. And then it gave me another clue about the location and then about a species of animal or bird that you could find there. And I had a Google because I had no idea um, what that where you found that species. And then when you think you know where it is, you click on the little airplane and they give you four different options and you choose the city that you should fly to to be able to go to those places. 
So it's normally the capital city or one of the major cities in the country where all three of those things um, can be found. And then when you get there, you repeat again until you eventually catch wherever you're after, depending on the storyline. And so, you know, very similar to Common San Diego, but it is fun and it's a cool way of kind of going around the world. Similar to that, but for older children, is another game that you can find on Google Arts and Culture. Um, they have lots of games actually on Google Arts and Culture, but there are two that are specifically geography related that I'm going to talk about now. And the first one is called Where is Hopper? And the storyline is Hopper is a penguin. He's on some tour and suddenly the, the leader of the tour discovers that Hopper has gone missing and you are trying to find him. Again, similar to the idea of the Common San Diego, but this one is a little more sophisticated and there's more to do and more reading required, which is why, um, you know, it'll be really upper elementary and middle school level, I think, would enjoy it. But even a high schooler could enjoy it. Again, I played longer than I needed to, to just remind myself how this game worked, uh, because I was having fun. And you get various different clues you go around. Um, it has a globe and you move and you can zoom in and out and you go to the places and you click on them. And then there is information about it. And you have to actually read the information about the location. So um, I was in uh, Spain and I think we were in Barcelona and we actually um, had to like go to different churches and you had to read the actual little um description of each church to know which one was the one you were looking for so it's a great way of just teaching more about a place um just you know a fun way of learning as you actually like trying to find hopper um there are obviously more than one way of solving it and more than one way of sort of digressing because I got to the end fairly quickly and, and realized there were a lot of places I had never seen because you can kind of like see um, how you're progressing and it gives you a score and it gave me the option of going back to, you know, do more exploring, but um, I needed to record this episode, so I didn't. Uh, but uh, I think it's a good one to go and look at. Again, obviously, it's all free. It's just Google. Then also um, under Google Arts and Culture Games, there is a geo artwork game. Now, here the premise is that you need to find where the artwork is created. Some of the different options that you have, there are a lot of choices there, are just things like um, books and sculptures. And if you pick those, then you get to see the actual sculpture and um, you'll obviously sort of have to click in and find out more about it and then go and find the country. But the one I actually think is the most fun one to play to learn about geography um, is the one that says places. And this will actually be something that has been built by someone. And you can look at the clues in the area to figure out where it is. So it's very much like playing GeoGuessr, which is one of the games I talk about back in um, the first episode. That's that first episode I did on the games where you actually are put into Google Street View and you are looking all around trying to find clues as to where you are. So although you're in front of some work of art, um, you know, some church or whatever it is that has been built, you can kind of wander around the streets, look at the language, look at what's on the signs. Sometimes you're inside a building even and you can read what's, you know, on the uh, on the walls so there are lots of ways to to find clues and figure out where you are and for all of them though you then get there's a map on the left hand side and you have to try and pinpoint where on the map 
to place it. So, um, and you can obviously like zoom into a little bit, get a bit closer, and then it tells you how close you are to the correct answer and you score points like that. And then the final one to tell you about today is an app and it's called GeoGeek AR. Um, you find it on, G you can, if you go to geogeekar.com, you will be able to find both the link to um, the Google Play game and the the one on the um the apple store uh they there are some free levels and there are some paid but there are plenty of free so it's definitely worth it even if you know you're not going to pay a cent for it i have only been using the free one once you go on it um you get to pick what you want to do you'll and you can clearly see what's locked and what's not locked but the world option has four different styles of games i think it is at the beginning um there were flags countries cities i can't remember what the other one was i've just played both well i think i played countries flags and capital cities um all again the last few minutes so yes i've been playing a lot of games this morning and you get 10 questions and they mix it up sometimes they will say show you the flag and ask which country it is and then you you um swirl your your globe around and find it and zoom in and click on the country and um, yeah, highlight it or you can or they will sometimes you know give you the country and say which flag and give you the four flags so I, I like it because it's not always the exact same way they've asked the question so it mix it up a bit you know there's always just 10 at the end they tell you how many you got what you you know as you go along if you got a correct or not they show you what's what's not right and you get points awarded if your kids like rewards well this lets you level up and you get rewards as you get more correct and i managed to get a reward which was just kind of like a different version of the maps that you're looking at i'm not sure what other rewards would be as you keep going so it wasn't anything particularly exciting it was just slightly different color version of the map I was playing on but well um maybe I'm missing something there but I didn't find that very exciting but the actual game is kind of cool and you can play it either in 3D or in AR so you can choose how you want to do that um you know if AR is something that your kids like to do you can literally put the globe in your living room and be twirling it around in front of your eyes or you can just do it 3D which I found was perfectly effective like that well, those are the games that I realized I have never told you about, and I think they're a lot of fun. And as I said, go back, check the other ones out, and uh, maybe come and look at our classes, see if any of them would appeal to your children. I do love incorporating fun things like this into classes as much as I can. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate it if you shared it on social media just told a friend about it, or perhaps spend a second and give us a rating and a review. A rating really doesn't take you long. You just click those stars. A review obviously takes a few more minutes, um, but it's the way that we get found. And the more we are found, the more people listen, and the more I'll be encouraged to keep on making content like this and sharing with you all the cool stuff that I found. Um, as I you know, read different people's blogs, I find these, by the way, on blogs, sometimes googling for something for my classes and I listen to a lot of podcasts as well where I learn about these things and then I just share the best the ones I think are you know most useful for homeschoolers those are the ones that I curate and share here with you anyway thank you again for listening in and I will see you again same time same place next week 
Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.